Blog Talk Radio. Adams, 
Adams once again with the carry and again slips down, but I believe that's going to go uh, tackle for loss to the grass there. It has rained pretty heavy here in Columbia last night, but still in pretty good shape overall. The kids just have to get their footing down. That's going to be a short loss there. Should come out now second down. Now third down, excuse me, third down in about 13. As they've got one receiver to the right side, two to the left. Shotgun formation, quarterback's going to wheel it out to the right side in the hands of Adams. There's that little speed as he checks in and around, coming out of the shoes. It looks like uh, one of the East guys there, literally, I think, number 15. First down, and again, you got to get the play in those kind of, uh, at the ball in those kind of guys' hands, right, Coach? I mean, 15, 20 times per quarter or per half? Well, per half is a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's so hard to put the ball in his hand every time, so they must think a lot of them. Back there is the general for uh, these guys on the western side, the quarterback, uh, trying to put everything together, I believe. It's Trent Pierman. Trent Pierman, Daniel High School. Shotgun formation. They spot the ball very close, about the 37-yard line on the right hash mark, heading towards the scoreboard, looking back to number zero, tipped up in the air. Great job. Hard to see the numbers, but it is uh, number 32 for the East. Theo Hanna in the house. State championship. Uh, they were just in a couple weeks ago, right here in uh, in Columbia, Coach. And that was their first ever state championship, so it was a, a great year for T.O.H. Here we go. Now we now spotted here. It's going to be second down and ten, and that spot ball back around the thirty-six yard line, right hash mark. Two, three receivers to the right, one to the left. They're handing it there to number zero. Comes across. It looks like to the forty. Still on the feet at the forty-five. Midfield over now at forty. Flips down as he tried to track going the other way in a pickup. Coach of about 40 yards, maybe 35 yards. That's what you want to see. I mean, you guys, I remember uh, some guys back in your days at South Carolina as a running back coach. Did you guys saw those little guys making big impacts? And yes. You know, the big thing is uh, for a smaller back is how does he break tackles? You know, that's something that one of that coach that you look at is how does he break tackles? And every running back is a little different. Um, he's breaking tackles because he's making somebody miss, he's running through contact, um, et cetera, et cetera. Here we go now, spot the ball. They've made it into East territory for the first time, 743. Counting it down, first quarter, 7 nothing. Quarterback getting some heat on him, but he hits the man across the middle. But he dropped it there, and a big-time hit by number 21. That, of course, is going to go to Trayvon Johnson, a linebacker from Dillon. How about that? Now, Dylan, you know, you just see Coach Hayes stepping down. That's big news. You and I went against him many times. You know that? I didn't realize Coach Hayes stepped down. <laughs> he did step down. Yeah, this past week, he's, wow. he's decided to walk away from the uh, the game, at least for now. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Seven nineteen. It is seven nothing on the east. Hand off to zero again to the left side. He's going across the 30, still on his feet. Looks like about the 28-yard line. That's going to be a very close uh, – and they're moving the chains, or did he get a first down? Chain crew mixed up. Chain crew uh, kind of pinched in a little bit over there. They're going to get those guys straight there. Now they'll stretch them out there. Looks like third down is on the, the marker on the other side of the field. It's been a great weekend. Though. These kids have bonded. They've met a lot of new friends. They've made a lot of new relationships. And, Coach, the one thing I kept telling these guys is that at the end of the day, when these other guys are going to colleges, these are your best recruits or recruiters for yourself. Mm-hmm. Here we go now. Spotted out. Now, two receivers. Oh, check that. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation. Stand at the east. 32, the quarterback shotgun. Hand it there to 
Number two, he's going to get some work to the left side. Good run, I believe Chase Smith. Nope. That's Casey Holland. Now, that kid from Greenville, Coach, is, is legit. He's a junior, but he's got every imaginable uh, tanger that you would want at that running back position. Mm-hmm. He's got some good quick feet in that last run. Here we go now again, 7 nothing. Spotted now six minutes here in the first quarter at the 2020 South Carolina High School Blitz Southern Sports Central Junior Bowl. In the air, they're going to go. He wheels out to the left side. A lot of heat on him. He's going to get it away. Almost picked off. Looking for a number, Coach. Who do you got over there? Uh, again, the white jersey is very nice, but the, 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 the neon green makes it tough. Is that 38 or 28? Maybe 27, 26. So let's give credit there. Maybe 25. Beach. That kid had a great year this year. Also played in the 4A state championship. Snap, rolls out to the right, looks over across the middle. In the hands of two, and I believe he does it. Touchdown, Team West. Great job there by Mr. Holland. That's the linebacker. Well, he's marked as a linebacker, but he comes in as a running back and a linebacker. There you hear our guy in the background there, ineligible man downfield. Those are the things, Coach, that whether you're in a, an all-star game or, or in a regular season of playoff, as a head coach, you hate to see that discipline fall down and, and kind of break down, if it will, down the, down the, uh, down the field. Seven nothing is going to remain the score. They'll take it back down to the thirty, so it's the loss of I believe is that going to be a loss of five there. There we go now as the should come down to the thirty. It's going to be on the left hash mark. Two, three receivers to the right. They like this four receiver crew. One to the left side. Shotgun formation. You'll have his running back to the right side. That's Casey Adams. From Gray Collegiate. Quarterback back there is Trent Pierman, Daniel High School. Tough snap, picks it up, slings it across to the left side. Man on man, oh, intercepted. Oh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is why that young man is here. Great job there, Coach. He led him too much. He watched him the whole way down the field. And you see that young man in playing. Wouldn't that be like the rover position where he just kind of comes under? Free safety. Free safety? Gotcha. But, that, again, see how big that one mistake is. They went from having six on the board to now a turnover because of an interception. And I believe that's the second interception already here in the first half, or in the first quarter. Here comes the ease. They get back in there. Who do you think back there? That's Myrtle Beach's big-time quarterback back there ready to put it back up in the air, Ryan Berger. He's not going to do it right yet. He's going to hand it off up the middle. Flags on the play. Now, the running back back there, this is one of uh, a guy I wish we could see it there. I believe that's Nigel George. They've got him marked as a receiver, but Nigel's actually a a running back. Dylan running back there. He's uh, got a lot of speed. He's not the tallest. Again, you're seeing seeing Casey Adams. You're seeing Nigel George. Neither one of these guys are even hitting 5'6", coach, but they're here because of what they're able to do. For a running back, you being a running back coach, actually, in the next level, what do you like about a smaller guy rather than one of those bigger backs? Well, he's got to be able to make some things happen with his feet and his face. Um, That's where he's got to make a difference, his face. 
And if he can make some things happen in space, then yeah. There you go. A quick pass out to the left side. Completed to Antonio Williams, wide receiver from Dutch Fork. How about Dutch Fork, man? Another great team who now has five in a row. He's got six total over there at Dutch Fork. Thirteen altogether in that head coach's pocket. And I tell you, he's continuing to do big things. Coming from the shotgun, right side, the running back, three receivers to the right, one over to the left. Snaps the ball, he rolls out to the right. Ryan Berger on his feet, throws it up in the air a little bit high. He had him open. I believe it was attended to number 16, Spencer McKenzie. Nope, check that. Again, we're trying to see the numbers. Not as easy on the other side, Coach. Yep, very hard to see that neon green when I like it. It looks good in the hotel room. It's not as easy <laughs> to call it from here. <laughs> you know, spot the ball in the left hash mark right around the 20. Bringing up a big third down. This is one of the biggest, I would say, uh, opportunities. For the defense of the West. Third, 16. 421 remaining. First quarter, 7 nothing to score. The East with the lead early. Two receivers each side. Shotgun. Ryan Berger has some heat to him. Throws it. Screen, but he drops it, I believe. So that's going to bring out a punt. But the good news about the punt, they're going to bring in a kid from Oceanside that's one of the best in the country. And I would imagine... I don't know if it's Spencer McKinley is going to get back there or, or who, but this kid can boot it a country mile. Like Coach, I've seen him in the low country. And I'll tell you what, you, you see it at the pro level, Coach, where special teams, even with Atlanta Falcons, it was kind of their killing field at the beginning of the season and, and how much it plays a big factor in your game uh, between the four quarters. Back in return, it is a third of the game. So definitely one of the biggest chunk yardage plays that happened in the game. Here we go now. Kelly stands at his own about 10-yard line. He'll boot this one. A great kick indeed. Fair catch. And good job there by number yeah. defensive back and, of course, Lawrence. So, again, there you go. So, we've calmed down a little bit right after some of the fireworks with 3.58 remaining here. 7 nothing is your score. I'm Richie Allen alongside Everett Sands. Down on the sideline, we're going to go and check out with uh, Eugene Benton. Eugene, man, what's going on down there on the sideline, buddy? <laughs> well, it's actually uh, pretty juiced up, as you can tell, over here on the uh, east sideline where uh, the defensive line guys just seem to be having the most fun. Of course, they're uh, going to be playing on the other side or, or of the line of scrimmage. Um, but, you know, the DBs are juiced up now. You know, we always we had the actual linebacker, uh, 33, uh, from um, uh, Dylan last night. Everybody over here has affectionately nicknamed him Pedro. But uh, he's having a blast uh, after that uh, big hit earlier, disrupted the pass, and seems to be one of the team favorites over here on the east. Uh, team, uh, when he's, you know, coming back to the sideline, he's all covered in mud and faces uh, dirty and, you know, he's soaking wet, covered in grass and everyone just loving on him. But uh, the D-line over here, I tell you, they're just teeing off and everybody having a good time. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there, but it sounds like uh, the West team seems to be pretty getting juiced up. But I think we're going to start seeing a little more uh, uh, fast pace, uh, as you can see, some guys. Looks like we got to, probably going to have a penalty. They didn't get enough people off the field. But, uh, well, there's a turnover going the other way. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, a lot of the referees are uh, 
shaking hands and throwing arms up, and uh, this guy, uh, the line judge over here next to me, just looked at the other ref, blew his whistle, and kind of held his hands up. And so we'll see what's going to happen here, or if we're just going to keep playing. No doubt, Eugene. We're back at it during Eugene's conversation there. Uh, there was a big-time fumble on the ground. Again, we've had a lot of rain in the last 12 hours here in Columbia, maybe even the last six hours in the ball. Of course, the ground a little wet. We've got a, a, one of the best ball boys out there keeping us in check, but it does turn over, and it is the east ball. They've got receivers, one left, two to the right, shotgun formation, new quarterback back there. He'll hand it off. This is a running back, and it's not happening on the watch of that Western defense. Number 27, big time at 44. So, Fred Twitty and David Flyers on the tackle there, Coach. Great staying home, great penetration, and kind of seeing it as it unfolded. Now, that last quarterback um, by the West was more of a quarterback running back exchange issue. He never got that ball in there. Here we go. Spot the ball. Move the clock to 12. 7 nothing. your score. The East with the lead. Two receivers right side, one to the left. Left hash mark around the 35. Check that to 45. Here's a handoff up the middle. Not going to happen. And I'm not sure you're going to be able to run on either one of these guys as the ball comes out, but I believe he was down. But, Coach, I tell you, you've seen a lot of kids. You've recruited a lot of kids from multiple colleges. The kids, are, are they bigger? Or is this just something that we're just noticing for the first time? You know, there's been some, a lot of big kids that have come through. Um, and I think one of the big things is they're not necessarily bigger, um, but the, some of them are a lot stronger than they have been. So, so we'll see. 126, 7 nothing. the East scored early, but it's been a stalemate since. Three receivers right side, one to the left, shotgun formation. Stands very close to the 50. Getting some heat, he's running out, going into the western side of life, and he's going to go run out of bounds. It looks like about the 40-yard line, short, short and deep, probably short. Actually, all the way, he's actually back to the original line of scrimmage there, Coach, because the original line of scrimmage is about the 44, correct? And they've got the markers all the way down there around the 34-yard line. And that was on the 40, so he's got about five yards. About five yards. Okay, there you go. So he's got five to go. What do you do here? Time like this, looks like they're going to stay with the quarterback. And, yeah, uh, you're on the 40, you know, if you punt, you're looking at about a 20-yard turnaround, so you might as well go for it. Perry Parks guy there from Ridgeview. Andre Washington, the quarterback, all alone there from the shotgun. Stands at the 45. Bad snap, picks it up, loses footing, steps up in the pocket. He's going to take off. Does he have enough? Hit hard, and he's short. Big time stop there by the defense, Coach. Got to turn it over on downs, and you see a little bit of conversation. Yeah, I think that's a – a result of just being together for a couple of days. You know, sure. A great snap. And he doesn't look real comfortable back there right now. No, he doesn't indeed. As we, of course, are sitting here with 52 seconds, we'll take a break in between each quarter and let you guys get your your uh, your Gatorade and your snacks uh, replenished. Spot the ball in the right hash mark. West heading towards the scoreboard here, Ben Lippin High School. There's the snap handoff. Who do you think? Yep, number two. Boy, Holland rolled off of that tackle and did a great job to get a little out of something. And he does get across the 40, about to the 41. Coach, three yards. 
that's what you want, kind of niche it away as, as you kind of get each carry. Hey, some of the best runs are the ones where you only get one or two yards. But he did a great job of breaking the tackle and falling forward. Falling forward with 26 seconds remaining. It is now, of course, a big second down. That'll spot the ball on the right hash mark. Two receivers, oh, three receivers left. But it's coming out of the backfield to Holland, too. Is going to get some positive yards, maybe one. But with that being said, again, picking it apart there, getting what he can to on the tackle number 21 for the East is going to be Trayvon Johnson, the linebacker from Dillon. A lot of Dillon guys getting called out early. Not surprised after what we've seen in Coach Jackie Hayes. I played against him. You played against him. So we, we know what he puts together, Coach. All right, guys, let's take a break. We've got one quarter in the book. And we are coming to you live from Ben Lipton High School. I'm Richie Allen Long's at Everett Sands. Down on the field is Eugene Benton, guys. We'll be right back in the second quarter. It's 7 nothing east over the west, guys. In a time full of warming peace Time full of doubt, just believe. Yeah, there ain't that much difference between you and me. In a time full of war, won't be peace. In a world full of hate, be light. When you do somebody wrong, make it right. Don't hide in the dark, you Today, it's the three of us doing it big. Here's we're here now in the second quarter of the 2020 Junior Bowl Showcase brought to you by the South Carolina High School Blitz and yours truly, Southern Sports Central. Coach, fourth down, big down as they're taking a chance here very close to middle of the field. I actually think that they're on their own side of the field as the shotgun formation and the quarterback stands with the running back to his right side. He's going to look to the left. He's got heat, and he's got a lot of bodies at him. Number Look at that one there. Alvin Wilson, all the way from Buford High School. I tell you what, Buford, another group of guys, Coach. Uh, when you recruit, and I'm going to ask you a lot of recruiting questions because you did it big time in South Carolina. You did it at the Citadel. NC State, you spent some time there, by the way. I don't want to forget about the Wolfpack. And, of course, there in Texas. But what is it about Buford? They have so many athletes, but it seems like they just kind of get not lost, but, but just not able to be brought in conversation sometimes. You know, there's so many different things uh, that come oh. in. The ball's on the ground. Ball's on the ground. And I believe the West got it. Look at there. Number 40. Good job there of knowing where to be at the right time. Blake Shirley, east side. Says offensive lineman, but he's a defensive guy today. And what a day to change positions as he picks it up. It'll be going about very close to the original line of scrimmage when they came out of the uh, 
as going into the second quarter, Coach. Here we go now, 7 nothing. 10.57 remaining here. They'll spot on the right hash mark, right at the 34-yard line. Quarterback stands at the shotgun, hanging out so about the 29. He's got receivers to the left. Big man number five to the right side, Coach. That's the young man you want to keep your eye on, by the way. That's your little skin of the wide receiver from Greer. He's got multiple offers. Back to the right side, number three completes it there. Spins out of one, but then the white wall, the jersey of the East, slaps him down and tackles him there, but able to get about three, maybe four yards on the pickup. Coach, that's a big thing, too, because we look at Jalil. We understand he's got offers from LSU and, and Oregon and, of course, anybody and everywhere. So everybody's going to be watching him. But that makes it a little bit easier for these other two guys. Yep, definitely. The, uh, and the thing is, when you remember to call, you'll make you take advantage of it. Here's another number. We're heading into one. Oh, what a hit there. Oh, man. A little bit behind you. Well, that was one-on-one. Elijah Green there from North Myrtle Beach. This kid is definitely uh, a guy that has brought in a lot of energy this weekend, but he also continues to uh, show why he was chosen to be a part of this big game here today. But that's his third big hit. Third and six. Bought the ball on the left hash mark. Sitting around the 36-yard line. Two receivers left to the right. They're going to hand it up, and it's not going to go the way they wanted it to. It's definitely not the way it was drawn up. There's you see number zero, Casey Adams. From Gay Collegiate, but the defense, the story here. Uh, you know, the one thing I thought to Coach Smith, you know Coach Smith, former sort of a guy like yourself, he said this could be one of the best defensive front lines he's ever coached. And they're definitely freaking from having a front. 9.45, and the clock continues to move here. 7 nothing is your score. The East, and they scored early off a interception, and they drove it in the end zone Easy on the first round, but here we go now with three receivers to the right. Now they're going to punt it. Here's the punt all the way from the 30. You'll get this with a fair catch. Let's see what he does there, and it ducks it all the way to the 20. Teams doing special things here today. You're kind of pinning them back when they get the opportunity. Like you said, you get, the, you get your number called, Coach. Like this. You've kept up with it, even though you've stepped – away this year to be with your family with the COVID and everything going on. You know, when you see a game like this, uh, how, how big is this for these kids to get that one more chance, to get that one more opportunity to be seen? Oh, actually, you know, we started talking about it earlier. Uh, this year is so different. And a lot of times, juniors get opportunity to get on campuses because they haven't had opportunity to do. So this is just another way to show their skills. Quarterback takes the shotgun. He flips it up there to the right side. Here comes the speed, and I'm telling you, in a fast motion, is number five, and that's Nigel George. Nigel is one of those guys. I interviewed him last night. We had our media night there at the hotel, and he just smiled the whole time. And it's it, on his chest, you know, you see crosses, you see different logos. He's got a goat. This reminds him why he needs to continue to do what he does. I asked him if he knew who a guy named Stan the Man was, and, of course, you know he does. <laughs> Two receivers each side, shotgun, back to George, back up the middle. He stepped into a tackle and unable to step out of it. Great job there by number 42 on the tackle for the West. And that, of course, is going to be Fletcher Gothman, the linebacker from T.L. Hanna, able to wrap him up there and uh, hold him until the rest of the troop came in to help him bring him down. I believe it's enough, though. I think they did move it there, so it's a first down. Again, picking it away, using that clock. Quarterback shotgun takes the snap, 
A lot of black jerseys, and it's not enough time for him to get rid of the ball as he stacks for about 10 yards. You see the pressure there, Coach. What do you think? Eight twenty-seven, seven nothing. Your score. Want to welcome you here to the twenty twenty junior bowl showcase. Brought to you by the South Carolina High School Blitz and Southern Sports Central. Second forever is that in the. We're taking a break because they're taking a timeout. It's eight twelve. It's seven nothing. It's been that way since the first quarter and about two minutes in. And the East, as of now, flexing their muscles right here on the bowl game. Of course, the final game of the huge 2020 season. We didn't think we'd get here, but here we are. We'll be right back with some more football, guys. Look Christmas Eve for you. You're listening to the sounds of DJ Ted Nice. Do it, baby. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the... Hold it, now wait. Hold it. That's played out. Hit it. Get me all that job about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970s. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow. And Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Back at it here, the second quarter. It is a Second down and forever as the quarterback takes the hit, but he throws it out not in time as it's in and out of the hand. Looking for the number on the other side. He threw it out there to the left side. But, again, you're throwing that short pass. You need it at least 15 or 20. Good move there, Coach, uh, as far as throwing it behind the line. Well, the key there is you cut a few space. And, you know, we talked earlier about trying to get some these guys in space and let them allow them to make a play. Right. And that's what they're trying to do. Right. It's uh, a little easier for the quarterback. It's not as long of a throw. Um, and then let your athletes be athletes. Here's some athletes here on the east side. Third and forever. Two receivers to the right, to the left. And in and off the backfield, and he was dropped. What a hit. 42 introducing his name and his number as uh, giving him a nice little gift there. Fletcher Goffman. Yeah. And we will definitely see. Special teams coming out here as uh, you'll probably see again one of the big kickers that the East will bring out here. Trevor Weldon. Trevor Weldon coming out to kick for the East, representing that Hilton Head area. We have done a good job of getting, I feel like, every geographic area around the state represented here in such a big game here. And again, 727. There's the kick, a nice one. Good hang time there, Coach. And it's going to spread out. We'll see what it. Gets about to the 50, and there it goes down. It's about the 49, and it stays in the eastern side. Good kick, though, Coach. Again, that's what you want, the hang time just on point. You know, and if you don't believe that you can't go to the next level, Ryan Sutton was the guy that I remember in South Carolina, the Blankenship guy just recently from Georgia. I mean, these guys were able to do big things. Oh, no doubt about it. Plus, it's just a huge part of the professional game. Right. One of the things guys got to understand is, Unless you're just that dude, you're going to have to play special teams to make it. Yeah, quarterback, Bruce Chapman. Here we go now. We've got receivers to the left, one hanging out to the right side, and the West ready to come out as their quarterback coming from the shotgun. You've got two receivers checking, one each side, heading towards 
the highway. Bad snap on the ground. Who got it? I believe the East does. And like that. Number 21. Number 21. Trayvon Johnson from Dillon. That's the third or fourth time we've caught his number. And not, you can't really put that one on Drew Settle from Chapman there. That's kind of a tough snap. And he tried to pick it up off the grass. And, you know, you're kind of pouring it there in the water. That's the one where you just got to know the ball on the ground. They just get on the ball. You got to be second and long to the ball going the other direction. Here we go. Spot the ball, and it will go around the 45 of the West. Dead center, they'll put it there, headed towards the scoreboard here at Ben Lippin High School. I'm Richie Allman alongside Everett Sands. Of course, sitting down on the track side is Eugene Benton. We'll catch up with the coaches. The East heading into half and coming out of half. We'll hang out and talk to the coach from the West, get their thoughts on how they feel like this is going into the first two quarters. Trying to put everybody in position. Ryan Berger back out for the East. And a quarterback for East, Ryan Berger. And Berger now sitting around his own, about the midfield at the 50. This kid, again, you, you got to know that, A, he was with Luke Doty as, as uh, you know, his, 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 his shadow, if you will. So that's not a bad guy to be coming in behind. Some people don't like that heat, but I like it. Here we go, the snap. Looking to put it in the air, and he's got the touch across to the left side and in the oh, hand. I think he brought it down. Oh, wow. That was a great catch there. As you see, there's neon gloves up in the air, and he brought it down, but just not able to put a foot in. Great job adjusting his body from the ball just a little bit too far. Yeah, the one thing I've seen about Ryan, Coach, even all weekend long, yesterday we did two practices, and he throws a touch, kind of reminds me, of one of those guys, like you saw at LSU last year, that just floats it. It's almost money every time he puts it in the air. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Spot the ball at the 45 of the west. Two receivers are out there to the right, one to the left. He rolls out to the right, looks back to the left, in the hands and completed. It's going to be a positive reception there. We're looking for the number on the other side, Coach. Uh-huh. I think 13 is the young McKelvey. Got to go Demetrius McKelvey. Support checking in there. How about that? That's a big guy, Coach. Demetrius is one of those guys. They've got him as a tight end. But, uh, of course, uh, Brent LaPrade, the offensive coordinator, has done a good job over there support of getting him back, you know, in and, and around the system as much as possible. Kind of like pitch, like Florida's pitching. Yep. He's uh, definitely a big target. We've got receivers running wild, three to the right. One to the left. They're going back to McKelvey over his head and unable to bring it in. Incomplete. You like that big body, like an Alshon Jeffries or one of those big guys that you saw at Clemson last night who was catching everything thrown their way. And the Tigers went big last night, so if anybody thought that they weren't where they were, definitely uh, they, they stamped that ticket, maybe a few more last night. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. In the Florida, the Florida Alabama game went back and forth. Yeah. A lot of playmakers on on both sides of the offense, on both sides. Yep. We'll talk about a little bit of that here in just a little bit. Now it is going to be big time fourth down, under six minutes, right at six minutes, three receivers to the right, to the left, and he's getting it, hit. He's still on his feet. One of those ones, you just want to go down there, big guy. Not only is that a loss on the, the sack there, but it's going to be a turnover at the 48. Yard line, and here comes the defense. Right now, the on both sides, the line wide is not really holding up. So it's pass protection. Right. 
Yeah, you're seeing a lot of breakdowns on that front line, Coach, both on the east and the west. That front line will be offense. And you got to give credit to the defense for being able to give them that type of heat. But nevertheless, you, you got to find it somewhere to lock that, that door down and not allow them back in your backfield. Shotgun formation, left side, he hands it to the running back up the middle. Two, trying to do what he can. I think he lost the yard there on the run. That's going to be, I think, that's going to be Casey Holland, the running back from Greensville. They did, by the way, announce the final four, by the way, heading into the uh, the playoffs. That's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Yes, they did. Holland up the middle. He's going to get across the 50. Look at that. Leaning forward and catching a good break. No, he didn't get a first down, but he definitely got some, some positive traction there. We're giving again seven here. Unfortunately, he needed about 13. So now third and five or six as they'll stop the ball on the right hash mark at the 45 of the east. Three receivers left side, one to the right. Bad snap up in the air, 17 for the west, and he's going to get drugged down. Guess who that is? I think that's Mr. Gaines Adams. We'll wait and see. Yeah, big phone games got him that time. There you go, Eugene on the sideline checking in. That's one of the uh, Ridgeview boys over there with Perry Park. Perry uh, is also a, a five-star golfer as much as he is a great head. You guys like the golf as much as y'all like the coach. <laughs> so you and him, I keep an eye on you guys. I'm going to be your caddies. That's a big-time hit. I'm telling you what, we talked about it on the other side of being – Fourth and forever, you know, this is fourth and, you know, it's almost like we're hanging out in Charleston trying to get back to Columbia here. They're going to spot the ball on the right hash mark, heading towards the highway about the 42 of the road. You already know what's going to happen. A punt's going to come out here. Mr. Cagle from east side trying to move on up and put it over there somewhere around the 20, I believe, number two, if I get that number right, Wells from Lakewood. Ready to return it. If they can hang it up enough, their coach to kind of keep him from doing that. And not a lot of pressure. You see the fair catch? Got it. Good job. They don't have any pressure because it's been very long to rush it off. Well, got you. Got all day to, to punt it. So you're really not going to see a lot of returns, though, Coach, because now you're giving the guy – he can hold it forever and get his guys there and then punt it, right? Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, in a situation like that, should they not maybe imply a rule of, like, okay, it's like a five-second rule, like a basketball in the lane? Well, I'm sure they, they, they will probably cause something to be holding too long. Right. Um, he has five seconds? Okay. No rushing on field goal response today. See, there you go. Well, we're learning something. Look at there. Learning on a Sunday afternoon. That's what we do. It is after that. You heard it here first. So write all that down. <laughs> here comes Southern Sports Central. Giving you the call. 40 coming running. around the outside. Look at this one. The trick play from Coach Smitty. Uh, oh, look at this. That's that Citadel IQ kind of bringing some heat there on the east there. Number 40 is going to be Boots Mitchell from Berkeley. You got a name like Boots. You better bring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their coach. Yeah, you better be that guy. Now their coach uh, also stepped down just a couple of weeks ago, so mm-hmm. there's going to be some changes. Not as much as we saw in the Low Country last year with 19 coaching changes. It was almost. Uh, it makes our job a lot more easier. 
It gives us something to talk about. They're going to break the huddle here, and it looks like about second and five receivers. We got two on each side. Nope, two to the right, one to the left. Shotgun, he's handed up the middle. He's going to fall short. If he got a yard, he was lucky, Coach. And that's going to be number zero there. I believe it's number zero there. That would be uh, Bennett over there from Trinity Burns. And when you see this, this is the fun part for us, Coach, because when you and I were playing a few years back, a little, little bit back, there's a lot more schools than there was back in our day, Coach. There was Sweet 16. They don't have that anymore. And there's about a school on every corner. It used to just be a church. Now there's high schools and middle schools. Shotgun, three receivers left side, one three to the right, one to the left. Handed out to six. Nice pass there. He dropped on his knee. I don't think they caught him in time. And I believe that right there is going to get a conversation there. Antonio Williams, Dutch Fork High School. Brings up fourth down. A big time fourth down. You know, they're going to bring out the punt team. Coach, that's one of the things you got to keep that composure. It doesn't matter what game you're in. you got to kind of let that play just roll off. It's a good play. You know, the kid was where he needed to be, and he won that battle. A couple of guys back to receive it here for the West. We had some fireworks early offensively, but it slowed down. Yeah, we definitely did. I, I, you know, and the, the fun thing here is that and we got a late substitution. So there you go. And it looks like I believe that's one of the big guys there. He kind of got in there kind of late, number eight for the East, kind of got in there from – I'm not sure if that's eight, because that's got a little quarterback going to The fourth down now, and it's going to move it back a little bit. And 18 and and 20 for the West will move up a little bit more and probably get a better chance to have a bigger return here. 217 here in the second quarter, 7 up in your score. The East, the visiting team here with the lead, they've benefited early from an interception. They actually have had two interceptions, but unable to capitalize on the second one. And, and you got to keep in mind, most of these kids probably haven't played in three or four weeks, nor have they practiced. And we got to kind of keep that in mind, nor have they practiced together either. I think that's the biggest thing, that they have not practiced together. Right. There's a nice little spin on it there. He's going to bring it. Here comes some heat, but there goes the big hit by 21. Dangerous not calling the first hit there, but hey. Guess what? That's Mr. Dillon over there, Travion Johnson, as he was able to uh, put his shoulder pads into his chest. But, you know, if you're, if you're number 20 sitting there and he comes over here and that's um, – McGee Perry over there from Southside High School. What do you, what do you tell him, Coach? And then quarterback, um, yeah, let's do a catch down. Yeah. I mean, let's be smart. Uh, and I think he's trying to catch his follow him asleep because everybody's been sure catching him. So. Yeah, here we go, shotgun. Three receivers left, one to the right, 17, the quarterback for the West, and he's introduced to number 42 from the East. A great job there by Alvin Wilson of Buford High School. That's his second. Big time play here tonight. Quarterbacking for the West is going to be Van Dunham. He is from Chester High School, another big time name. He's got the size there, Coach. He definitely, you can see the arm that he's showing us early. Bought the ball with the clock running. 57 seconds before we hit the half. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Up the middle they go. Nope, he keeps the quarterback, makes a decision that he probably thinks Twice, if he hands it off, his running back had green grass. He ran with nobody touching. 
Yeah, you see there, Casey Adams from Great Collegian thinking, man, if he just gave me the ball, it was an option. Uh, a read, if you will, there, right, Coach? And uh, just read it, read it a little bit different there. Three versus to the left, one to the right. They spot the ball on the 44. There we go now to the right side, and they're throwing it to the big man. Why not? That's number five. It's a little skinner, wide receiver from Greer High School. Multiple offers. He's got 20 offers, by the way. Number three is going to be Chance Gable. Okay. In two seconds, and they're going to get a timeout. We'll hang out here with them, Coach. So we've played almost two quarters. Minus the fact that we've continued to say that they haven't practiced that much together. Well, what else are you seeing out here as far as uh, this group of all-stars? You're trying to keep the ball in everybody's hands at the right hands at the right time. Well, I think one of the big things that has happened, we've had several center quarterback exchanges. We've had a couple of not clean handoffs. Um, so hopefully the kids are going to settle down. You know, part of it is they haven't played together. Um, I'm sure they're a little nervous. Let's settle down. Let's go and just play some fundamental football and take care of those little things and let's make some things happen. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, here. Two seconds remaining. Eugene's going to be getting in position as we speak as he will catch in with Coach Schmitty of the East team. They have the lead as of now. They have the lead 7 nothing, And this, of course, is going to be the final play of this quarter here. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Got four of them here. There you go, Coach. Thank you. Quarterback from the west looking to sling it. He drops it on the ground. Here comes some white jerseys. The scoop, not going to happen. It doesn't matter. It's going to fall down, and it will be the end of the first half. 7 nothing. The east with the lead. We're looking for Eugene. As I know he's trying to catch up with All right, the we got him. coach. Hey, Rich. Uh, yeah, I want to get him real quick so he can meet with this team. Uh, coach Schmidt, you go into halftime. Big-time game. You're up 7 nothing defense. Especially the D-line, your linebacker, secondary, but everyone's playing lights out. Uh, how do you feel about the first half, and what are you looking forward to in the second half? Yeah, defensively, we're, we're playing excellent. Uh, our guys are flying around like we, like we knew they would. They're dominating up front. Offensively, we got some things we got to clean up. We got to make some better throws and, and, and block a little bit better, give our guy a little more time to throw. Um, but we had a couple costly turnovers that um, – hurt us a little bit, but uh, hopefully we'll get it fixed here during halftime, and we'll come out second half and win the game. All right, good luck to you, Coach. Thank you for your time. All right, Rich, uh, I got a, a young buck over here I wanted to catch real quick. Uh, our super stud from Dylan, I tell you, man, every time there's a ball on the ground, he seems to find it. Uh, uh, and, you know, he, he, he's covered in head to toe in mud and, and grass and, and everything else. Um, actually, it looks uh well, he was coming over to me, but it looks like uh, the trainer is going to do a little bit to him. So let her uh, take out his ankle, and uh, we'll catch up with the uh, DB from uh, North Myrtle Beach here in a second. Let me uh, switch up fields, but a uh, young man was going to come with us, but it looks like he might have a little cramp issue. So he's going to get that worked out on the trainer table, and then we'll catch up with him in a second. All right, guys, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to grab something to drink. We hope that you do the same during this break. I do want to thank all of you for checking out, hanging out with us here on Southern Sports Central, the official one-stop shop for your high school college needs, Monday through Sunday. That's right. We're seven days a week doing it big 
You can find us on Facebook at Southern Sports Central and on Twitter at SO Sports Central for our list of programs that will happen. As, again, tomorrow night, you can hear Southern Sports Central from 6 to 9. My guy next to me, Everett Stans, does his thing on Tuesday night from 6 to 9. So a lot of football conversation coming out of a weekend. We'll take about a 10-minute break, maybe five minutes. We'll come back, and Coach Stans and I will talk some football. We'll talk about the high school, the colleges, and a few other things as you're being entertained right here on a Sunday afternoon in the South Carolina High School Blitz Southern Sports Central Junior Bowl Showcase, guys. Don't go anywhere. The second half and some halftime conversation next. than the meld of emotions and sensations that is Friday night. Friday night is the sound of that crowd, the pride of that community, the way that that grass smells. 
I've never felt in my adult life the way that I felt on Friday nights. That's what those kids are playing for. They're playing for that emotion. They're playing for that brotherhood and all of that sensory input that comes from Friday night. That's why they're playing high school football in this country. It is this common thread that weaves through the American fabric. Whether you live in Compton, California, or you live in Appalachia, if you played the game at the high school level, you have this common bond of representing that community. Anyone who disparages where the game is based on myriad reasons, I'm not buying it. I'm around the game every day on these campuses. I see the impact it has on these young men. I see the way that these coaches are able to grow high school boys into NFL or professional men, and it's just beautiful. Running through the middle, 
you know, the offensive line don't get it done, it's not going to happen. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the second half. Should be an interesting second half here. We were talking just a little bit earlier before we catch up with Coach Wilcox here in just a minute. From the West, we'll get that message from Eugene when he pulls him aside. But we, we talked about the four teams, Coach, that are ready to rock and roll. The rematch, my goodness, of, uh, of course, Ohio State and Clemson. We're all tired of watching that game. I've got to be honest with you. And then on the other side, you're going to get Notre Dame and, and Alabama. And let's just be honest, that's, that's a money game. Right. right. That's a money game. That's a game that you're basically going to see, uh, you know, that I thought personally that A&M deserved to be in that game. Yes, they lost in the first round or the first weekend against Alabama, but guess what? So did everybody else that played Alabama. I mean, Alabama, you know, is a pretty good team. Say what you want about right. them. Hey, hey guys. Line, really good yep. Coach Wilcox, uh, yep. let's check in with the coach. Yes, sir. His game plan going into the second half. Yes, sir. Uh, coach, uh, looking at the uh, second half here, we're going to look back on the first half. Down 7 to nothing, and that's not where you want to be. Score's not out of reach. It's a, you know one play here, one play there type of game. Uh, what did you see in the first half? Uh, some things that stuck out to you on both sides of the ball. Some things about your team, their team. And also, too, what are you looking forward in the second half? Uh, things stuck out is uh, I think when we, when we first got out here, you know, we were trying to fill them out. Uh, we gave up a, a deep pass. Corn uh, was in great position. Uh, he just got to uh, locate the ball a little bit quicker, and then we we're okay. But other than that, uh, the secondary space tremendous other than that one play. Um, they're making plays, making great open field tackles. I have incredible DBs down here that I'm coaching. I recommend all the college coaches to please watch the film, identify these kids, and um, help help them get out. All right, now uh, you're going out second half. Uh, you guys uh, will get the ball first, I believe. Uh, no, you'll kick off. So yeah. you're going to be on defense first, uh, try to get a stop. Uh, some of the things on offense, uh, I know you guys want to put it on the end zone. Uh, we're not asking you, you know, strategy, you know, what are you changing up? But, you know, give us, give us a feel of what we should expect, at least some type of, uh, you know, second half and types of offense, what you're going to try to do a little bit different, try to get these guys in the end zone. Well, offensively, uh, I think on both sides, the, the quarterbacks are struggling with uh, um, holding the ball. Uh, it's a little wet out here, so um, both off- uh, offenses, you know, they're, they're just struggling just a little bit as far as just, just you know, maintaining the ball. So, uh, hopefully offensively, uh, we got some studs out here at receiver and at running back and at quarterback. So, hopefully we can get the offense going and uh, we can score some points and we can close this thing out on a good note. I know my DBs are ready, and we're about to clown. All right, Coach. Well, good luck this second half, brother. Thank you for your time. All right, Rich, uh, i got to get out of the way. we got national recruiters here wanting some uh, photos of players. So uh, we're going to uh, get Coach out of the way and let him do his thing and organize his group down here. All right, Eugene, I appreciate it, guys. We'll take a break. We'll give you a little music break here. We're about 15 seconds away from the beginning of the third quarter. Nothing. It's the east over the west, but we still got at least two more quarters of football. Don't go anywhere. We'll the second half between the best 88 juniors in the great state of South Carolina. The Junior Bowl Showcase brought to you by Southern Sports Central and the High School Blitz of South Carolina. Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Around the neighborhood Feeling blessed 
a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance I just say whatever cause there is no way you're round it Cause everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine Coach. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you always look at the kicker 
you know, you see a lot of times they kick it right to the editing zone, which would be that's probably on the five or six yard line, but he kicked down deep. Yes, he did. Drew Stevens from North Augusta. How great was that? We just had a coach in here, uh, and he's got a football name, by the way, Coach. I'll let everybody let you introduce the guy. Jim Bob and I have known each other for a lot of years. Uh, <laughs> ball at the 20. We've got receivers to the left, one to the right. It's going to be handed off up the middle. He's not going far. He was ran over big time there. A good defensive stance there on the carry was uh, – I want to say it's with the Burgess there. Blake City didn't have much there. Unfortunately, a loss on that one. And a slew of guys from the defensive side there that just really penetrated and did what they needed to to get a course uh, into that secondary. You, you said it earlier, that offensive line on both sides is kind of the, I guess, Achilles heel. Here we go now. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation for the quarterback. He's going to throw it across the middle. And 17 keeps running because he catches it. Somewhere miscommunication? Yeah, he settled down. And the quarterback kept leaving on the right side. Yeah, he threw it right there. Unfortunately, unable to, uh, unable to complete it there. But, again, if, there, if that receiver continues that slant across the back middle where the linebacker stand, I think he's running across and maybe to the other side and down the field. Nevertheless, we're looking at a big-time third down to start the third quarter. He'll put the ball over on the 20, third and 10. Man in motion is going to come from the far side of this side, so we'll put three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to go to that side for the big man, and he threw it way over the head, attended for that big guy from Fort Dorchester, Demetrius McKelvey, but again, missed communication for the second time, Coach. Not on the same page, and again, we said that earlier. This is what it looks like when you've got really, we say two days, but it's one day, but two practices. And, and you, you know, it's an all star game. You know, you're putting a lot of guys in here that aren't used to the body language. And, you know, most of the time when you're playing with a quarterback and receiver, you already know his tendencies. So the receiver, you can adjust a little easier, right? And more, more importantly, you know the, the uh, playbook. <laughs> you know the playbook, right. And, and both guys trying to do this. Here goes a great punt. Going to get a nice little flip, and it's going to go all the way to about the 43-yard line, back into the western side of life. Or it's down by number 21 of the east, Trayvon Johnson. So here comes the west, the wild west of the upstate of South Carolina. We've got some new bodies coming out here. We'll wait and see what we got here for uh the western side, you can hear the guy in the background there telling us, of course, uh, we're going to get Mr. Pierman all the way from Daniel High School coming in here to run this offense with the receivers out there. Put another receiver to that far side. Oh, boy, he was hit at the line in a big way. And trying to see that number. He turned around a little bit. We can give you some love. I think it's number 11 there for the east on the tackle. Jackson. David Jackson there from Sumter, the Gamecocks they are representing here today. That's the first time we've had a chance to mention their school. Second and 12. Big bodies out there on the field. We've got three receivers to the left, and I think one to the right side. Shotgun formation stands at his own 35. Running back to his left side. Pierman takes it. It looks across. He's got some heat. He throws it out there. Oh, man, he 
open in and out of the hands of Casey Allen from Greenville. He had nobody coach around him. If he keeps that thing and just, I think he was running before he caught it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look the ball all the way in and can make things happen. But he looked up, go see that so there was nothing in front of him. We got a little bit too excited and dropped the ball. Dropped the ball indeed. And that's going to drop a third down on this one. The third and about 15. Three receivers left side, one to the right. They on the right hash mark on the 30. Nope, we'll check it at the 35. Here's the snap. Throws it to the right side, complete, but he's hit immediately. Attended and a completed pass here to number three, Chance Gamble from Southside. But he paid for that and quickness. Again, they've been hit all year long. At least we know they can take a hit like that. That's why they're here. In situations like this, Coach, though, because, you, you know, it's a stalemate here. You got you feel like good move here to go for it, even though you're on your own about 48. They, they did it before. They hadn't heard it. Yeah. Here we go. We spotted there on the 48 on the right hash mark. 16 is Pierman. The quarterback stands around his own 43. Three receivers left. One to the right is going to the right. Nope. He's stepping up in the pocket, but he slams down quickly. Wow. You're not going to get that close to the defense and them not make you pay for it. Number 11 on the tackle there is David Jackson again. Sumter hanging in and hanging out and getting a few stats along the way. Is it 9-19 here in the third quarter, 7-0 lead for the East. And, 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 again, if you're a defensive coordinator, you feel pretty good about yourself, not only on the East, but on the West. No doubt about it. Yeah, the West had one blown coverage, and they paid for it. But other than that, it's been a defensive game. And, hey, Nick Saban used to say defensive, used, uh, defensive teams used to win ball games. Now he's telling you the East that, that the offense does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no doubt about it. There you go. That's going to be five yards. And I'm looking at the yard markers here. They're going to move it back here five yards. It's going to be close to the 50, about the 48. They stay on the, the western side of the field here. They're on the left hash mark. The east marching towards the scoreboard. Here at Ben Lippin High School, Ryan Berger, the quarterback, three receivers to the right, two to the left. We got receivers wild on the field, out to the right side, completed pass, he's tackled quickly, but a great job there. He gets almost back to the original line of scrimmage. And Dutch Fork there getting a the name there. Again, these guys, uh, for Ryan Berger to be able to have a guy like Dutch Fork and to have him, McKelvey, to have some of these guys out there, you know, that, that's a big deal. But, however, he's already had that with J.J., who's now going to North Carolina. He's got it, of course, with Randall, who's waiting to see where he wants to go, and that's the choice of his because he's got a ton of offers. Shotgun at his own 50. Berger with the two to the right, to the left. Got some heat from 41. He slammed it up there, and he completed it. Did he catch it? No, he fell out. Man, 41 hit him pretty hard. Great job by Seven. And I tell you what, Chandler McMaster there from Christ Church was coming in and he put a hit on Berger before he let it go. But, you know, Berger put it only where his receiver could get it. That's, that right there shows the talent of this young junior. Nick Morgan, number seven, for the West Team, did a great job. You know, we're breaking that up. And, of course, uh, he's being coached up by uh, one of those good coaches over there, Kevin Washington. He's been over, of course, at um, the school in the upstate. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. Two receivers 
to the right, one to the left. The quarterback stands up the shotgun at his own 50. Swinging the rock again to the left side. He's got big defenders oh. and out of the hands. Man, he almost caught it. It was intended for, and again, we're looking for the numbers here. Number nine. But number nine is the man that if he just waits a little bit there, Dwight Wood getting called out. I I still believe one of the biggest plays in football is the dropped interception. Mm. Yeah, yeah, momentum among many things, right? Here comes the East now. They're going to be punting it now from their own 43-yard line. Got a couple of guys, Coach, standing back there. Looks like around the 10-yard line. Definitely uh, two guys that could be a part of that. Uh, what they were hoping to have is a um, late substitution here. As number eight gets in here right at the last minute. Nope, he's bringing it out, and he slips down at his own 10. Ooh. And again, Coach, you see there number 18 there as you start to kind of do what he can. Jaden McGowan there from Lawrence takes another chance. I mean, again, you're putting yourself – Acceptance of getting hit pretty hard in a condition that's like this where the ball is already having some issues uh, of staying in their hands. The last one, he ran up and caught it in the traffic. Uh, but still, I think that's a fair kick up. Bought the ball around the 10-yard line. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Quarterback now, number four. Hanging out there for the west. That's going to be Ramirez from Bruce. Shotgun, he takes it, he hands it off. Here comes Mr. Adams around the side. He's looking around, and he steps out of bounds. Good carry there. He's uh, getting what he can get there, following the playbook, if you will. Didn't have any lead blockers out there, but shows that speed, Coach. Going back to what they did earlier, which is trying to get the ball on the outside. Again, that seems to be the move. You don't want to run up the middle, it seems, against either one of these two defenses. Trying to get around, making a track meet. They put the ball around the 15, so gain a five there. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun, he's throwing it to the roof. Nope, it's a handoff. And he pulled all of us there, and I believe Adam's got a first down. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a great sell play by the quarterback. He looked like he was going to pull it back out. He looked over to the right, and here comes Adam sneaking out of the backfield. First down, move the chain, spot the ball, and they'll do that again. Around the 15, nope, check that, the 25-yard line. That's one of the first first downs that uh, definitely has happened in a long time. Yes, yeah, about two quarters there, Coach. Two receivers, three receivers to the right, one to the left, another tough snack. Over to the right side, completed to number one there. That's going to be Chase Smith from Blythewood. And, again, getting some positive yards, and you're seeing the momentum going. Coach, this is what you want. You want to get those uh, the defensive guys with their hands on their hips a little bit more. You're, not, you're allowing these guys to – you know, kind of stay in their own rhythm. Exactly. 7-19, 7-0 in the lead. It's been that way since the first quarter with the East in the lead here after the 2020 Junior Bowl Showcase brought to you by Southern Sports Central and the High School Blitz. Two receivers left, two to the right, shotgun. He's going to hand it. No, he's going to keep it. Rolls out to the right. He throws it up in the air for oh. a prayer. And how number 11, who was wide open, doesn't try to go for it. DJ Black was happened. Coach was right there. No. And it might have been closer than the angle, but he didn't even attempt. It didn't look like it, Coach. That was a, almost a, an opportunity, if you will, kind of a prayer. But uh, I do know we're looking at a third down, and it looks like five. So we'll go third and five. The ball's close. 
to the 30-yard line. They'll put it on the 29 on the right hash mark. Quarterback stands back. The three receivers to the left, one to the right shotgun with a running back to his right side, and the quarterback is Dylan Ramirez. He's going to hand it off to who else? Number zero, and look at that one. Some ankles were dropped at the 38 of the defense, and a first down, Casey Adams. That is why you got to keep an eye on that cat. He's probably coming in about, what, Coach, 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, but that doesn't matter anything because that kid ran under, around, and broke a few ankles around the 40. <laughs> wow. And that's where you're seeing most of the guys here today are, are, are definitely the smaller guys making the bigger plays. Two receivers each side, pulls it out, puts it up, and a great man. Look at number one number having one, a conversation. I say number one in your heart, number one on the chart. <laughs> and that's uh, another time we get to give uh, that coach uh, over there at North Myrtle Beach some, uh, some love here. Is Again, that guy is the reason, one of the main reasons, him and Chase Simmons, who's, by the way, playing our senior ball in the second. I got to get you into that, too, by the way. We'll get your hotel room. Bring the fan down. Two receivers left, two right side. Here we go. Pull it out. Step up in the pocket, but he's paying for it. Some jerseys pulling him down just long enough to get the rest of them. And I believe that's Big Games Adams there, number 93. Our 42, Alvin Wilson, Beaver High School. Good play there by the East. Is that to slow it down a little bit because the momentum started kind of carrying, Coach? Mm-hmm. Here we go now, third down, about eight. Left hash mark. Sitting around the 42-yard line of their own. Two receivers left side, one to the, one to the left, two to the right. Throws it out to that left side tip drill and all close by number one. If he was one more step ahead, we're going to see Vereen carry that one in for six. Good job, Bryce Holmes. How about that? My alumni getting some love here from soccer. Steve Bryce Holmes able to put his hands in there. Coach, 527, they had momentum. But just like up there on the lake, sometimes the wind changes. And it does it at the last minute. They did it just there. Here we go now. The punter's back there on his own. Looking very close to about the 24-yard line. Back to receive this one to the east. And his own 20 is going to fall this one back. He's not going to bring it back there. Of course, standing back there in number two was Wells from Lakewood. And we'll change it again on down to 527 here. It's been a pretty fast game, Coach. Uh, I will say that because they're running the ball a little bit more than, than maybe we see. And that is because of the conditions of the field. Which is not a bad condition. It's just been kind of wet and damp out there, and you're just playing safe football. Because when it happened over that coach, it seems like it's carried a little bit further, or it, it slipped out of the quarterback's hand. Ryan Berger back out for the east. As he's got receivers, three to the left, one to the right. Running back to his right side. He hands it off to the little guy there. Here comes some hammers across. About the 35. He got some positive yards there, Coach. Branch getting caught out there, number 24. Goes a hit, running back. Now, at UFC, once again, Ryan Berger is going to get the call there. He'll get the 
Running back to his left side, he's got three receivers to the far side of it. The left, one to the right, he's going to hand it back to Hicks up the middle. Spinning around, but not happening. Again, Coach, I said it earlier, I just don't think you're going to get up the middle with the defense that both of these two teams are having. Your best bet, if you're going to become a running game, you're going to have to do it at track style and get to that outside line. Running behind the sugar pad. Right. And they're going to get what I get, and then they get versus running through there with me without the power or being able to just make somebody else. That's what they wanted. Here we go to Thomas 423, 7-0 lead for the East. They spot the ball right around the 35-yard line. Big third down, three receivers left side, one to the right. Ryan Berger steps up in the pocket, blings it, attended for six, and he's going to get it. Does he get a flag on the play? No. And Coach has a tough one there. Tended there to number six, Antonio Williams from Williams. Dutch Fort. And he's trying to throw to that big guy who's made some big noise this year for uh, Dutch Fork. I don't blame him. After the winter, uh, the free safety did a great job getting over there. And he loved what he could have been one step closer. He probably would have had a pick back. Right, no doubt about that. 4.06 remaining. They stopped the clock. They'll spot it here and hunt it off here in just a minute. The two guys from the West, they'll stand very close at their own 30. The one that's the 30 to this side and the far side, he's standing at the 27. We'll see what we have here. Holds it there. And, again, a great punt. Man, he rolls that thing off his foot. Well, almost two guys running into one another, number 18 on the fair catch for the West. And that's going to give credit there, of course, to Jaden McGowan from Lawrence. Coach, I, again, I'm not a special team coach or any coach, but I would tell you, if it was me, I would hold it every bit of five seconds to get my kids down there and give them a chance just to be ready when that ball drops in the pocket. Mm-hmm. All of that. I mean, with the exception of two, all of them have been fair catch. Sure. Right. So, yeah. and one of them, and maybe both of them should have been fair catch. Oh, yeah. 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 349 here in the third quarter, 7 nothing lead for the West. Quarterback now coming in here. Ready to get some work in. Two receivers to the left, to the right. Hands it there to Adams. Adams is going to be pulled down. He was trying to get to the side. It's not happening. He's able to get to the 25-yard line. If he got back to the line of scrimmage, he's lucky. We're going to say it's going to be second and 10. Back to the original line of scrimmage, 330. The clock continues to move. It's 7-0 lead for the East. Your quarterback and for the West is going to be Dylan Ramirez for Broom. We've got two receivers to the left, two to the right. Setting to the right side, Casey Adams on the quarterback. Shotgun takes the snap in the air to the left side and in the hands of eight. And he's met there by Ron Schauber from who? Oceanside. Great job there. Ron Schauber on the tackle. Riverside High School. You see Ron getting in there for the completion there by Alex Riddles there, Riverside. That's what I like doing. I like hearing a bunch of different schools getting called, getting a bunch of kids, getting in here, getting some plays. The 246, count it down. Two receivers left, two to the right. You see there, Ramirez stands at his own. Looks like about the 28. Adams to his right, rolls out to the left, throws it across his body. Chopper on the coverage. Did he catch it? That was a bad, that was a bad I can see the line just right there. That was a kick. Oh, yeah. Hey, Coach, i got to give you credit. I, I, I think he slid, oh, no, and that's kind of what they caught, though. I, I think that's two lines right there. So, that he was out of bounds. 
Okay, I, 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 further review. Did we yeah, just go back to the challenge flag? All right, so it is fourth down, and that one, uh, you, you, you give credit to, to Shotwork, who, of course, they seem to be picking on him for the second time, and both times it, it failed. Out of, uh, of course, that's one of Joe Call's guys, by the way. He was at Somerville with Joe last year. Joe went over there. Mom said, hey, I like the beach. Let's move to the beach. Let's move to the beach. I like the beach, too. You and I, of course, were at the beach. They're calling Mount Pleasant the beach, man. Hey, it's 2020, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, the fun story about you and I, man, and I'll never forget, man. You know, and I, and I, and I spent 14 years over at Somerville, and now I'm over there. At the fort, and I love it. Great atmosphere. You know, new family welcome me in with the open arms. Get to, get to be the right hand guy on the radio and the TV for uh, Coach Steve LaPrade, who's of course coached under Steve. Uh, you know, coached under you know um, Coach McKissick for so many years. So it's almost uh, you know it's almost like, it's, it's like home back in the day home. And uh, you know, so much history. But that's where you and I actually, even though we grew up about 20 minutes from another, you know, we actually built that relationship, and here we are doing radio. Three receivers left side, one to the right. Adams comes across, and look at the energy. He's hitting the midfield with a passion. He's at the 40, still on his feet on the other side, and he runs out of bounds about the 34-yard line. Coach, you knew it was coming. You watched it build up, and the pressure, like a water hose, sooner or later it's just going to pop. And there it went. He pops across the 50 and picks up the biggest run of the day. For both teams at that point. No doubt about it. Wow, what a great job there. By, of course, uh, KB You got to run this momentum, Coach. Here we go now. 146. Shotgun formation. Three to the left, one to the right. Yeah, feed it back to him. Unfortunately, you can only get him once. Let's not get greedy. But uh, great job there by number 11 from the West. And that's going to be Megan Jackson from Sumter High School. And the kids, that's a hot number, man. I don't know. I keep him at that position for quite some time here with 123. 7 nothing is the lead. Here we go now with a 116 on the clock. Got the ball. They fall all the way back to the 41 of the East. Three receivers left, one to the right. Quarterback swings it to the right. He's floating it up. Turn around. Find it. No, sir. And he's going to get the ball. You got to turn around. You pushed him? Yeah, he pushed him. No, I mean, I'm not sure the high school. Sure. It's definitely a professional rule. You got to turn around. In college, not so much, but I'm not sure what it is in high school. Well, there you see it. It says a number. It looked like uh, it was attended to number three, Chance Gable over there for Southside High School. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give him a free set of downs. Number one, Elijah Marine from North Myrtle Beach was the corner defender. We bragged about him there a little bit. It happens, though. I mean, again, you're, you're at every play. They're going to pick on you sooner or later. You're going to you're going to get beat. And that's kind of what happened there. I think – I still feel like they – if you don't turn around, even at the high school level, they seem to want to throw a flag if you're not yeah, even attempting. He got the hand out. He got the hand out. Extended out. Gotcha. I think that was definitely the deciding factor with the call. Here we go now with one minute and one second. Third quarter, seven nothing in the lead for the East. Still quarterbacking out there for the West is Ramirez. He's from Groom High School. He's got receivers all over the field. So I'm thinking that he made you one of those state passes, the old Alshon Jeffries, Stephen Garcia pass to the corner. Or, or you could say it, Ola Chuck, to uh, 
to the young man now, the wide receiver that's hanging out at Tennessee. Which I want to talk to you about some stuff, too, when it comes to recruiting once we get a minute here in between some quarters here, Coach, because I'm seeing a lot of our kids that are leaving the state. Jalen Hyatt is the young man I'm referring to from Tennessee. Kenny Solomon is in Tennessee, another kid that we, we talk about. And Georgia Tech's got a couple of guys from Fort Norchester that, uh, you know, hopefully with, with, with Shane Beamer now back home, mm-hmm. we'll change that rule. And, you know, Dabo has done a good job. He, he gets a lot of guys. Here we go now. One minute, one second. Spot the ball. Sling the rock across wide open to the man all the way from Greer, and he was taken out. A good hit there by Ron Schauber, but not before he gets the first down. Jaleel Skinner, coach. That was uh, after the penalty. It wasn't an automatic first down. What would have been the call not passing the to bring him down the field? And not give him an automatic first down. He's usually passing the about a minute. I make first. Not in high school. Not in high school. Oh, good job. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Well, we'll talk about some rules later. Here it comes. Oh, it's a big old hold. I mean, that thing was holding. I felt it all the way up here. And he was right in front of that white hat. How do you not see that one? Wow. He felt sorry for He must have felt sorry for somebody. My goodness, Coach Smitty over there in his beanie. <laughs> wow. Well, it's 20-20. Right in the score. The score seven 7-0. The East with the lead. 18 seconds here. Second quarter. Second quarter here in the – sorry, excuse me, third quarter, second down. Quarterback now going to come around here. Dylan Ramirez. Going to check in here, try to put some things up. We've got two receivers to the left, one to the right. Quarterback's got that running back to his right side. Casey Adams is going to get the call. He's going to bounce off a few, but he's not going to have enough. And there's a flag. Did we get a face mask or a hold? We'll see, yeah. You've seen a lot of people clapping hands from the eastern side, and I believe the White Hat's going to give us a call here in just a little bit. Well, they missed the first one. Personal foul, face mask. I thought so. Wow. That hurts. That hurts big time. That will give them a first down, and that will get them in the red zone. They'll put that thing somewhere around the six-yard line. It's not the five. Mark it off there, looking for some markers. Right to the six-yard line of the left hash mark. And this has been the best field position that the West has seen all day long. And, again, this is when you want to get hot. Third quarter, 10 seconds remaining. You trail 7 nothing to the East. Again, I'm at Yellow on Saturday for Sands. No. The last time he was down here, they threw an interception. So, let's see if they uh, want to put it on the ground and they put it back in the air. Let's see what they do with two receivers each side. Ramirez hands it there to Adams. Adams at the middle, and he's eaten up by the white jerseys. And a bunch of them. And you see the guy laying on the bottom. And not this way. He might not have taken another way. And I believe that's number 93. Good job there. Now, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got the final quarter of least regulations. It's 7 nothing the East over the West here at Ben Levin High School. I'm Rich Elman. Ever since Eugene Ben, and we're calling the game of uh, the rest of the time here at the 2020 Junior Bowl Showcase. Guys, don't go anywhere.
Where we go, everybody, here in the fourth and final quarter of regulation here. I'm with y'all alongside Everett and Eugene Benton down on the field. Don't go anywhere at the end of the game. We'll check in with the coaches and get a report from their thoughts. Here goes third down play, rolled out to the right, steps back to the left side, and in traffic, and touchdown. And who loves number five, the big man, Jalil Skinner from Greer High School. And he only needed five. He threw it for 10 and in the end zone. And you got to go for those guys. He's got 20 offers, coach. Matter of fact, we had him on the radio about two months ago when he hung up. LSU called and got him a uh, an offer. Not saying that we had anything to do with it, but it's pretty cool to get a kid like that on your show. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, he definitely has that body size that you want. He can use that to kind of step up and do what he needs. 11-40, the score. The West has made an appearance on the scoreboard. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick, and nobody rushes him, so it's going to be an easy kick between – and goalposts. Let me go down to Eugene. Eugene, my man, you've seen three quarters down there, kind of a short and sweet version, man. What's happening down there on the sideline, buddy? Well, I tell you, uh, uh, you know, for a guy who's normally kind of even keeled and, uh, uh, you know, kind of soft-natured, at least in his spoken voice, you know, with us, uh, Coach is livid. He is lit up, uh, you know, on the pass interference call. If you're standing over here, you can look across the field there, and you can see the white line to the out of bounds. You can see the 50, the 40, the 30, uh, which is, you know, the, the box. Uh, the ball was thrown actually where there's some gentlemen down in the uh, where it garnet, so they're about five yards off the field. The ball went past them, so he was pretty upset over the first uh, the pass interference call uh, being an uncatchable ball like that. Uh, and then, you know, of course, two plays later, two defensive ends went around, uh, Two of them had, and you know, both of them had their uh, neck kind of pulled, and one had a face mask turned around, and of course, uh, face mask was called against this thing. So uh, he had a discussion with the ref about, you know, uh, what he thought was a, a foul or a penalty and not. And uh, let's say, uh, you know, he got pretty heated. He walked off and just said, you know, he, he respectfully disagreed. Uh, so, but I tell you what, you know, it, it's a hard fought game. You know, they started out hot over here on the east. Uh, getting sacked, stopping balls, making turnovers, scored on the first uh, drive of the game for those guys. And uh, since then, obviously, you know, we get to uh, finally punch it in for the first play of the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Coach still is over here, been pushing the running backs and, of course, the offensive line to uh, make something happen in this last quarter. Uh, these guys want to put some points on the board, just put it back on their defense. He's been doing a great job because they can't pull out the win. All right, Eugene, appreciate it there, buddy. Now we are ready. Spot the ball and get ready as the whistles are blown. Here comes uh, number 25, ready to kick this one, Drew Stevens. And this kid has got a foot like you wouldn't believe. I tell you what, he'll be kicking on Saturdays here in just a year or so. Just keep your eye on the name and the number. Coming all the way from North Augusta. Here's the kick. Big boom and all the way into the end zone. It should fall, and it does. Not even a chance, and that's what you want. If you're a special teams coach, you want to get these names uh, brought in here. Now that, of course, uh, will bring the ball out, Coach, at uh, the flag on the offside. Yeah, not a big deal for Drew Stevens. This kid says, that's cool. I needed to kick it a little bit harder, deeper in any way. Well, now, now he's at the collegiate level. Yeah. Right. Now we get to see what they're going to do. 
Here we go now, and you're going to see uh, Coach Wilcox over there talking to him on the sideline, and he's trying to set this thing up. And, uh, again, you know, these kickers, are, they're a big deal here at, at this level and every level because, uh, you know, they go to Coles Kicker Camp and, and, and do certain things with special teams, uh, you know, coaches and trainers, just like any other position does. And it's good to get these kids in here and recognize that a big event. Second try, we'll see what it looks like. And he's going to pooch kick it. There you go. In the hand of 14. And he goes ice skating all the way back to about the 30. Good job by 14 for not losing the ball. Because it fell in Davion Joyner's hands. Davion, of course, is the cousin of another Joyner over there at uh, University of South Carolina. So that gene's uh, pretty good. He's a team player, too. And I think that's the biggest story about the carry on. I mean, he's been staying there. Hey, where do you need me? Where do you want me? And I'm in. 1140 spotted here. We've got a quarterback there for the East. Putting guys in position. Three to the right, one to the left. And we got Wilson being blown, and they're counting them down on the back judge, and we're seeing what happens. And I think defense may have a few bodies in here. We'll see what we got. And uh, we'll see if we have. Here with 1140, 1140, 7-7 the score. And they here on this drive. Three receivers right, one to the left. Shotgun snap over to the right side and almost picked off by number 20. He's upset with himself because had he had a little bit more height on it, you would have seen Mr. McMickey Purry from Southside High School pick it up and, uh, if nothing else, get a turnover there. Right place, right time, it's not right height. <laughs> Here we go now, coming back in the quarterback for the East. Wow. That's going to be Andre Washington, the quarterback from Ridgeview. Big, big Parks' guy. He's even got that purple hanging out from under his jersey to let you know where he's represented. Three receivers left, one to the right. A couple new guys in here. There it is. Quarterback rolls out to the right. Nope, slings it out there. Good job. Zero comes across, steps out of one tackle, leans forward, dives across the 40, and about to the 43. Great job there. Great job there, I believe, by Bennett, if that's the right number. Carried by Bennett. That's Reason Bennett from Trinity Burns. Trinity Burns, that's, how, that's the school over there for us, right? That's what Trinity Bennett. It's hard to keep up with some of these schools. Again, they, they seem to come up as quick as anything. And that's been a great job. It moves the chain. The clock continues to tick here. 1037 remaining fourth quarter. Washington from Ridgeview, the quarterback. Three receivers left, one to the right. And he slips down. Oh, my goodness. And there you see sniper move there. As all of a sudden, he kind of tried to come around. 17 on the carry there by Xavier Short from Chapin. He's a wide receiver on the chart. That doesn't mean he can't play anywhere else because most of these kids, a lot of these kids, especially receivers and running backs, you know, they're, they're kind of that athlete. They can play anywhere, right? Second and 11, you'll see. Look at the big side. Jacob Ashley, one of those guys on that front line, promotion side. He's that big cat sitting there. Man, big boy. I'm going to ask you a question about size when it comes here. Three receivers left, one to the right. Pulls it out. Throws it across, completed. Look at the speed of the young man. New right off the lip, looking for the numbers there, and that's number six 
That's going to be the young man, Antonio Williams from Dutch Fork. They, again, they like that guy. Great job adjusting the ball, just a little bit on his back shoulder, adjusting, caught it, and able to accelerate. He accelerated into a first down, dropped the ball on the right hash mark, about the 43 yard line, first and 10, 7 7 and 4. We're tied up here at the junior. Bowl brought to you by Southern Sports Central and the High School Blitz here on a beautiful Sunday evening. Three to the left, one to the right, shotgun. He's got a running back to his left side. Lings it out to him, but he pays for it. Number 42, getting his name called out here after Fletcher Cothran, once again from T.L. Hanna, able to get that tackle. Coach, uh, he was a pretty big deal in the first half. Didn't make much noise in the third quarter, but here we go. T.L. Hanna putting it back on the board. 9.05, count it down. 7-7 seven, seven the score. Three receivers to the far left side, one to the left, three to the right, one to the left. Quarterback stands at his own 44, running back to his right side. He's going to roll out to the right. Got a man. He completed. No, did he pick it off? I think he did. And that's going to be a turnover there, and that may be one of their biggest ones of the day. We'll see if they can do something. It's number seven on that one. And a great job there by Nick Morgan from Red High School. Yeah, great anticipation. Great job jumping on him. And you see the excitement. That, again, that's the thing for us here at Southern Sports Central, Coach, and you know this as well. Yeah, we're, we're around all these kids. Well, we see one kid over there in pain. We see the other one. Break. And it makes it tough sometimes. 8.42, turnover, the interception. And it's going to be now first and 10 from their own 48-yard line. Of the West, quarterback back in there for the West is number four. Ramirez from group. He's got two receivers to the left, to the right. He's got a running back hanging out to his right side. Here's the snap, bad snap. It's on the ground. He's got some pressure. He goes down. And, hey, not a bad move there, Coach, because if trying to pick it up and run with it, that could be a little more disastrous in multiple ways. Drop down on it. And the one thing it does is it continues to move that clock, and that one is a big loss right there, about 10, maybe 15, as they go all the way back to the 30, new 40-yard line. Two receivers, three receivers to the right, one to the left. They're on the left hash mark. There's the snap. He's rolled out to the left, and that's, again, almost picked off because it was kind of a floater. Miscommunication. Yeah, miscommunication. Almost a hit. It must have been a little bit deeper, but the receiver used it almost like a hitch route. Yeah, I think the quarterback was thinking it was going to get burnt. Right. The receiver set it down. Seven forty-five. Counting it down here. I want to thank the guys over here, Ben Lippin, for their five-star hospitality. Opened up the field, the press box, and the silly for all of these family members and friends that watch their young studs here on a Sunday evening. Here's the snap. He rolls out, throws it out to the right side, completed to number 21. He's still on his feet. Great job there by number 21, Grayson Clue. Bryce Church is an offensive lineman, but uh, he's definitely a running back. Yeah, number 21, but he's definitely a running back. Good job there. That's going to bring up a big fourth down, but they're going to be hunting it now. And the return for D, number two. Well, we can do Wells is going to be back deep. 
see what he can do all the way from Lakewood. He's been that guy back there all day long, so they must believe that if there's going to be a return, it needs to be in his hands, Coach. 6.50, the clock continues to move. The snap is good. Nice. Oh, two almost had to come in and out there. And that's going to be a catch all the way to the 10. We'll move it to the 13. Either way, a great punt. These punters and kickers, I tell you what, I know we brag about the receivers and the running backs and, and the position players in certain places, Coach. But uh, when I tell you what, the, the state of South Carolina has probably been uh, the most underrated when it comes to these special teams guys. Because, I mean, you've actually been in South Carolina and seen some of those guys just kick it from a mile away and, and, and continue to hold records. Yep, no doubt about it. You know, I know Ryan Stuckup comes to my mind, but there was guys before and after. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. You can never um, – Here we go now. First and 10 from the 13. Two receivers to the left, to the right. Berger up. He's going to sling a rock, but he's getting some pressure. He rolls out of the pocket, looking downfield. He's going to take a step out of bounds. They got maybe a couple of yards out of it. Good job there trying to fake it out enough to get something out of nothing. And, again, what could have been a sack for five ends up getting three. So, we'll go second and seven. We'll move it close to it looks like about the 15. 6.22, it stops the clock, 7-7 seven, seven the score. We welcome you guys here to our 2020 Junior Bowl Showcase brought to you by Southern Sports Central and the South Carolina High School Blitz here in Columbia, South Carolina. Next We'll be down at Woodland on the second. That's down there in that side of Somerville and St. George, right off the Highway 78 from the Senior Bowl. Two receivers left, a couple over to the right side. Berger stepping up. He's got pressure, and he's dropped. And a big-time sack there all the way back to the four- and five-yard line. And what was a momentum run there, all of a sudden Skinner kind of coming in here and makes some pay for it. And, again, that, that offensive line is just not able to do anything on either side, Coach, because the defense just kind of eating and grazing like they're at the Golden Corral. And a lot of times it's coming off of the air now and they see it more to edge in the pass and you see it inside on the run. Well, here we go. This one a big third down because you're going to possibly give the West some really good field position if you don't put this thing down the field somewhere. 540, count it down, third down and forever, they need to get around the 24-yard line for a first down. They're hanging out around the side. Bring the rock to the left side and across. Hey, Intercepted, 44. It's going to run into the five, four, three, two, one. Touchdown. Touchdown, number 44. That's going to be David Squire from Great Springs Valley. Great job there of uh, watching the eyes of the quarterback. I believe he kind of watched that defender across the middle. I'm not going to tell you it was attended for the kid from Dutch Fork, Antonio Williams, but it looked like he was around. The hot hand, and you know, that's one thing about quarterbacks. When they feel like they're backed against the wall, they go to their guy. And here comes number 25. We'll see what Drew Stevens can do to – Take these guys up, just a few. Here we go now with 508 remaining. You see these young men celebrating on the sideline. There you go. 
714. Let's take a short one. Grab something to drink. It is 714, a lead for the West for the first time today. You want to lead. This is it right here with five minutes remaining. We'll be right back. Come and see you from Ben Lippin High School, the 2020 Junior Bowl Showcase by Southern Sports Central and the High School Blitz, guys. Don't go anywhere. Everybody, I'm Rick Kevin alongside Everett Says down on the field hanging out with the coaches and players. It's Eugene Benton. We are Southern Sports Central on a beautiful Sunday of football here in high school in the state of South Carolina. Final football game of 2020. We got another one for you before we actually call it a season, but it is a lead for the West 14 7 here at the Junior Bowl Showcase. Oh, he slipped down, and in that, it's going to give the East. A great spot, number 19 there on the coverage there. That's going to be Geo Davis from Hemingway. How about the boys from Hemingway getting some love? <laughs> Again, I, I think we've done a great job between myself and Thunder Sports Central and Ken and the Blitz of making sure that these coaches recognize all the players from around. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, as we come back to to the left, three to the right. Ryan Berger back out there at his own 40. Throws it to the right. Wide. Oh, he said not today, Junior. I don't think so. That's on that one. <laughs> he set his man up on that one, Coach. Man, that was attended to Antonio Williams from Dutch Fork. And Antonio said, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I like that business decision. Five oh four, fourteen seven. the lead for the West. It's the first time they've had the lead all day long. They made good out of a, uh, a pick six by number 44, who went in in style and came to the sideline and celebrated even after the play, and David Squires from Spring Valley. Berger going to take the snap from the shotgun, running back to the right side, two receivers left, one two to the right, one to the left, rolls out to the right. Looking for some love, he throws a wild one, and he's almost, almost thrown it. That's going to be pass interference. Wow. How about number 42 there that just hit a huge hit on him there? That's going to be Fletcher Calvin. He's from T.L. Hanna, one of their big guys that's been uh, kind of causing a lot of havoc. But I believe we're going to get some free yards, and it should go over the other side into We'll see. I will wait and see how we go here from the 45 to the 50. Yep, there you go. March it into the Western Territory around the 40. So they put it at the 39, first and 10 on the 39. Move the chain, spot the ball, and with the quarterback getting hit, that they would have picked that one up, but they decided not to. Right, you see what we got. Here we go. First and 10 on the 39 of the West. 
the East coming to work. Two receivers left side, two to the right side. Berger stands, and it looks like around the 35, you know, the 45-yard line. Here we go. Snap it off. Here comes some heat from 42 again. Nobody's picking up number 42 from the East. And there you see Fletcher Cothran, coach, once again, untouched, unschemed, just around the outside. Doesn't even have to look as uh, he's just able to put a lot of pressure in there. Yeah, so they're going to ineligible downfield, guys, so they'll move that one back the other way. And a timeout is called from the East. Let's take it with them, guys. Another little Christmas tune for you as we head into the holiday season. We're less than a week away from Christmas, maybe five days. Five days. And we're about under five minutes of this ball game, at least the regulations, guys. It's the West over the East in the fourth quarter, 14-7. Coming to you live from Ben Lincoln High School, guys. I'm going to Your one-stop shop for your high school needs. Of course, coming to you live from Ben Lippin at the 2020 High School Junior Bowl Showcase brought to you by the South Carolina High School Blitz and Southern Sports Central. Again, they are eating up Ryan Berger right now. I almost as if he was a meal as a burger because these guys are coming around and coming in fashion. There you see uh, multiple guys able to kind of come through that offensive line. And, and again, that's the story today line on both sides, not just on one side, but, but actually on both sides here. You're seeing, you know, uh, the quarterback's not much time to throw. They're not able to get the running back in, in motion other than Casey Adams, who had one of the biggest runs of the day. And right now, the defensive advantage is just coming back and they're getting up field because So I wouldn't be surprised. I was going to ask you if you thought that was coming here. Now it's going to come up at second down and pop the ball to 44. Three receivers right, one to the left. Bad snap. Oh, he's brought him down number 41. Wow, look at that one. A great job there by Chandler McAllister there from Christ Church. Here we go. Back to it as we now see 422. And, again, if you're the West right now, Coach, it's fine right in your hands. Eat up the clock. We appreciate it. 14-7. You know, well, you haven't scored since the first quarter in the first two first minutes. Two right, first two plays. So, and, and they kind of handed it to you. As they as, as the East did just minutes ago for the West, though, so, to be fair. Berger's still out there, and he now stands at his own 41. Three receivers right side, one to the left. Sling the rock to the right side. Come back, McKelvey. Nope, not going to happen. Let him out too far, Coach. Yeah, I did. He got that ball over the inside shoulder. Right. He put it over the outside shoulder. We had to try to reach out. Tough, and I think we threw it out of bounds. No doubt about that. Here we go now. The uh, yeah. the bring in the punt team oh, here. Yeah. 350. It's, it's fourth in the forever. Yeah. It's fourth. 
<laughs> Here we go now, and now back there to pump the ball is going to be for the East. Trevor Welding comes in, and over there for the West is number 18. It's going to be Jane McGowan from Lawrence. But he's going to be standing around his own 10-yard line. Good crowd today, though, guys. I tell you what, everybody's here. You know, a lot of behind-the-scenes things happen. Miss V's done a ton of things. I can tell you Ken's done a lot. Coach B, myself, Eugene, there's been so many things that have had to happen to get this day to actually become a reality. I want to thank everybody who's had their names in it. Shut, of course, the uh, the official helmets for the broadcast, for the uh, for the event today. Thank them for their contribution. There's a kick, and they're going to yell fire, and everybody spreads out, and they're going to down it around the looks like about the 18 yard line. So again, 340. Which, uh, you want to fill your ears back if you're the defensive coordinator and try to get this ball back pretty quickly. Yeah, That's all you need. Give me two. Never needed two more than I need two right now. So we got a flag on here, so we'll wait and see what we got here. Yep. There's the white hat. He's going to decline it. He's going to be first. So the comes out, and they're going to try to hold on to it. You know, again, there is going to be a winner here. There's going to be somebody that's going to fall short, and they're going to lose this one. But at the end of the day, the, the memories that these kids have made, the conversations that have been had, and and just the relationships. And it's almost like I tell people, sometimes it's the bus ride to the game in a way. It's a lot more than playing at home. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, definitely did. seven lead for the West. 340 remaining. Again, it's the upper state versus the lower state. The West is the up. East is the low. Here's the handoff up the middle, and he's met by some shoulder pads and a few of his buddy from the other side. Looking for a number to call over there. Adams went up the middle. We got a lot of whistles being blown. Referee over the sideline. East is going to get a timeout here with 332. Welcome to the game of chess. (laughs) You know, the one thing you, you know is this, is that, you know, as much as football doesn't change. This is one of the things that we know. The coaches do their most coaching in the last two minutes of a football game. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no. You know, that's one of the ones right there where second down, when you take, when you have two timeouts, and you take it after the first down, and then you wait. It's all these Right. Very um, true. And in this game, I would have not been trying. Yeah, I'm running it all the way to run the clock. I'm going to challenge you with even – I'll give it to you in a minute because you haven't done anything with it since the first quarter, yeah. really. I mean, there hasn't been as many – you know, again, passing is definitely not becoming you know, something they're able to do today on either squad. And, and running is, is kind of, uh, you know, hit or miss. Exactly. Here we go now, spot the ball, second down. They'll put it down around the 15-yard line. It looks like the team. No, we're moving up to the 19. Check that. The 19 on the right hash mark. Receiver lines. We've got a couple to the far side over there. Left, one to the right. And that quarterback, number four, still out there is Ramirez from Broome. Got to run it back to his left side. Here we go now, waiting to put this one up. Here we go now. We're 
we'll wait and see what we got here. The referee's here having a conversation. And the rest here, what, what do you think happens here when you see things here with 332? And uh, the referee's just trying to put some things in order, having some conversations. It looks like he's going to walk over to the other side, talk to the judge on the other side. He's going to bring over Coach Smitty from the east side. Here we go now with a new clock management. We got it right. Every second counts. 3.38 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 14-7 the score. Takes the snap room. Looks out to that side. He throws it to Casey Adams. Adams going to run behind his pads a little bit more than we've seen. And he stops. He's short the first down. Oh, yeah. And, again, that's going to continue to get that clock moving. He's short of the first oh, down. So, third down to about three. Good luck. Yeah. And that's something else that I've seen this year more than ever is that the receivers have become more blockers than I'm used to seeing in the past. And it's just just maybe the times are where we are right now with having so many good running backs and they're putting them more coming out of the backfield and catching passes. Third down and about – looking about what is it, about four, maybe five here. I gave it three, but I think we're going to go third and five. So you got 25-yard line left hash more. Who stands at the shotgun? Left side receivers, he's got – the right one and left. Tough snap here. Adams gets around that corner. That's where he's going to make his money, and he slips down in a first. And Newton chains, and that right there is, is could be the play of the game. Question is, I think he, he was trying to slide before he got out of bounds. But did he get out of bounds? Yeah, there's that winding the clock up. So they're going to move. Yep. Very smart play. Another timeout. Here we go now. Broom still in there at the quarterback. Adams has been the hot hand in the running back position as they lead right now, 14-7, west over east. West is the home team here today. Sporting those black jerseys, the black helmets, the neon green numbers. The east has the white jerseys and the green numbers. Shotgun, three receivers left, one to the right. Broom has Adams to his right side. Hands it off to the other side. He goes to that side, and he's going to get tackled. And there you go, back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to say he got a yard timeout to the east, and the final timeout is used. So stop the clock with 150. 14 is the lead here. And, again, now you're just uh, you're looking to do something here, Coach. Uh, I don't say you're looking for a prayer, but you're, it's got to be pretty close to it because they just haven't haven't had a lot of luck in getting this thing back under. Yeah, well, if you're the East right now, you're definitely trying to CP off. I'm a club, punch, and rip at the ball. And do what we can to try to create a turnover. Here we go, guys. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. A little timeout from the east, and we'll take a listen. listening to the sounds of DJ Turk Nice. Was the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold it now, wait. Hold it. That's played out. Hit it. Get me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970s. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow. And Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Oh, 
Welcome back, everybody. Rich Elman alongside Everett Sands here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Yep, it's a little bit of cloudy, but it's football on a Sunday high school style here on Southern Sports Central. In the fourth quarter, 14-7 is the score. The West team just kind of uh, using clock management as their new best friend here as we come to you live from Ben Lippin High School. Broom there, the quarterback. Three receivers to the left. Uh, three to the right, one to the left. Up the middle they go to Adams. And that one right there is going to bring up a third down, but it's still got you under a minute as we come close to wrapping up the Junior Bowl here at Ben Lippin High School, sponsored by the South Carolina High School Blitz and Southern Sports Central. East versus West or the upstate versus the lower state. This is the fourth down. Fourth down as they're now – Again, we're waiting to see. The clock is continuing to move here, and they'll maybe take even a – do you take a delay of game here? And they do have a flag delay of game. So, there you go. And they're waiting to see here with 27 seconds. 27 seconds is the delay of game. So, they'll move it back a little bit. They'll punt it off, and they'll see – if they can sling this one down or do whatever they have to do to put seven on the board and get us some free football here on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. We're going to wave it off. Yeah, I think the coach is calling a timeout. I guess the coach here in the West called a timeout. So we'll wait and see here now. 27 seconds, the final 27 seconds of regulation. Now you're going to run the clock if the coach called a timeout. You don't run the clock. Wait a minute. I don't understand that. Stop the clock. You got to stop that clock. You better go back to 27 no, seconds. No, the, the, the clock is on a 40-second clock, not a 25-second clock. So they had to run it down to 14. Yeah, there's some mismanagement. Yeah. No, we called a timeout. So here's what happened. All right, Coach, come on in here and explain to us what happened. We had six seconds. He did get the timeout, but confusion is definitely going to be a conversation after this. I think the reference back was a little premature calling the flag. Right. And they had an extra 15 seconds before uh, it was actually a delay of game. But the head coach for the West was actually by the referee saying, hey, I want to call a timeout when there's one second left. Um, and so they ran the rest of that time off, and now they get a chance to punt. Pretty much ice again. Yeah, this punt right here, unless you start to see the East running and around uh, and returning this week, yeah. you know, this is uh, this is definitely going to go down. It was a good game, though. Ultimately, I mean, we saw some good football, a lot of talent, a lot of names called, a lot of schools called, you know, and uh, unfortunately, if you're the, the lower state, you're, you're, you're wondering, what do we got to do? Because if you look at the state championship, coach, it was, uh, you know, five games and four out of five, the upper state won. And uh, if you're, of course, looking at this one, you know, this one here makes it another one. I'm telling you, turn it regardless. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, you do whatever you got to do here because they haven't returned one yet. Kagel's going to get out here from east side and we'll see what he can do. I would actually put two guys back there, one short, one short, one long. Here we go now with six seconds remaining, 14-7. And now we start to kind of put things in perspective. 
14-7. Six seconds remaining. The East. Look at that. Doing exactly what I said to do. And that one, that's just going to eat some free clock. And that should do it. That's it. The game is over. That punter did exactly, Coach, what I thought he needed to do. Eugene, I want you to find the winning coach. Find that winning coach, and let's get an interview with him, and then we'll check in with uh, Coach Smitty real quick because we've got about a few minutes left here this game. And I'll wait for your hand to raise once you catch up to the winning coach. And, of course, Coach Wilcox over there with the West. Coach, a 14-7 win here for uh, for the juniors. And now all the pressure on the seniors to see what they can do on the second. Can they can they do what the, 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 the West team did on uh, on that Saturday coming up in a couple of weeks? Or does the guys in the uh, lower state say, look, guys, y'all couldn't do it. We got your back. What do you think? Hey, it's going to be interesting, and I, and I think it's going to come down to again, that offensive line. The offensive line can protect the quarterback and make some holes. Yeah, we'll wait to see exactly how this thing works out here now with uh, 14-7, the final here. Eugene, I know you're catching up to the, uh, the coach. Uh, go ahead, Eugene. Nope, he's looking. He's still trying to track down the coach from as we uh, we try to put things in order here today. Trying to put it's been a great day. The final here. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get Eugene to find the winning head coach, Coach Wilcox. Right after this, guys, don't go anywhere. Interviews and much more. The post game. Right after this. Well, I was trying to give you uh, guys the a little bit of the uh, post-game speeches from the uh, coaches. Uh, we'll have uh, Coach Wolcock here. All right, Coach. Uh, Eugene been here with Southern Sports Central. And, you know, it flipped around in the second half. You kind of turned things your way, uh, come down to a big defensive play. Uh, you guys had a bunch of all-stars there on offense, but uh, lo and behold, a defensive play puts you guys, uh, gives you the first lead of the game. You guys were able to hold on to it, made a bunch of adjustments. Uh, your D-line in the second half just seems to always be in the backfield. It has, it has nothing to do with the coaches, I promise you. Uh, these kids came out, they played well. Not only did they play well, they had high character. 
me and Tyler Johnson had nothing, nothing to do with coaching at all. These kids just wanted to go They were able to go out and, and go hard. And then that entire D-line, I don't, I don't want to start talking about kids and leaving kid off, but D-line played special, man. And, and when it counted, uh, we were able to run the ball and, and, and control the clock. So it, was, it was a great experience. I was happy I got to be a part of it. Now, Coach, uh, I understand you don't want to single out any guys, but, uh, you know, when it comes to your coaching staff and, you know, the group you put together, uh, give a little shout-out to those guys and, and oh, some of the man. things that you had this week, uh, you know, looking forward to this game and some of the things, you know, the past couple of days in practice, well, you know, kind of gelling everybody together. Coach Washington with Ryan T. Uh, you know, Coach DBs is awesome. You know, Coach Slam with trained up, you know, did an awesome job with O-line and, Kevin Washington with the defensive backs, and uh, I was able to use uh, my offensive coordinator east side, Justin Hoffman, um, you know, Coach uh, Coach Ravenel, who's at Greer, Coach Chanel, who's at south side, um, Coach Isaac, who's at Lower Richmond. I'm afraid I'm leaving someone off, and if I did, I apologize. Oh, yeah, I used Coach Philly, uh, my receiver coach, Coach the running back in this game. So, you know, it was a bunch of good guys. There's a lot of good coaches, but I wanted to put together a staff that was good men and good coaches, so these kids can actually um, – Get, you know, just be a part of a moment where, you know, you have coaches pouring into you, um, being a positive influence and not just football-related, but just life in general. Well, I know the biggest goal out here was to get these young men together, possibly get them some exposure. Obviously, the goal as a coach is you're a shaper and molder of men. You want to get these guys a great high school experience and ultimately see if you can't get them, a, you know, a scholarship or something to the next level, get them a roster spot. Uh, but all that said, what does getting the first dub mean to you? Um, you know, I, I, honestly, you know, just a, I had a kid on my team said, Coach, I haven't won a game since last year. And so it's so much bigger than it just being an all-star game, just being a part of a, a team that was able to give a kid his first place in the ninth grade. You know, that, that, that was awesome. So to hear that, man, that, that made my weekend. You know, that's, that's a little more important than a win. Just, be, just be a part of something special like this. Awesome, Coach. Well, great job, man. Congratulations. Thank you, uh, All right, Rich, I'm going to toss it back up to you for right now. Uh, that was Coach Wolcock, the head coach, winning head coach for the Western team. All right, Eugene, great job here. And, of course, uh, what a day it's been. What a weekend it's been, guys. Again, the first annual 2020 South Carolina. Okay, brought to you by Southern Sports Central and the uh, high school blitz here in Columbia, South Carolina. As uh, you start to kind of look around here at a, a, a sellout, great crowd. I say sellout, but, but we hit our max number early. They were socially distant. They were well-managed. Well, oh, man, I say I spent three, I, I guess three days, but it was Friday, Saturday night at the hotel with them. We did our media night last night with them. They did an incredible job representing themselves, their families, their schools, their communities. You know, we had zero issues. Everybody got along, and everybody did what they needed to do. I got to be honest with you, I am very thankful. I thank the Lord above on this Sunday afternoon to be a part of this. And to me, you know, it's a win-win situation, Everett. It is a 14-7 win for the East, or for the West, and that is the upstate. As, uh, you know, they will see that. Congratulations to the West. Congratulations to Coach Wilcox. And uh, I tip my cap to Coach Smitty and his staff and the boys on the East. They never gave up. They played it hard. They did what they needed to do. But this is what championship games look like. You get to go home and say you played against the best 44 kids in the upstate if you're in the lower state and vice versa. But to me, uh, you know, on behalf of myself, Ken Brown, and all of our companies, you know, we, we greatly appreciate the opportunity to take care of your kids over the weekend. We hope that they made great memories, great friends, and most of all, 
had an opportunity to do something that they'll look back at years from now, Coach, and say, man, you remember back in 2020 when COVID was around? I played in that Junior Bowl showcase. Man, I met friends that I still talk to today. And this could be 20 to 30 years from now, Coach. Exactly. Exactly. And this could be something to remember. Um, plays were made. And all of them still wish they could have made a couple more plays. But uh, it was a good time. It was a good game. No doubt about it, guys. We will be back at it tomorrow right here on Southern Sports Central with myself. I may actually bring Everett in tomorrow because my guy, Eugene, is going to turn a little older uh, this time tomorrow. So, Eugene, happy birthday early to you, my brother. And uh, we'll give you tomorrow off. I'm going to talk some football. I said I'll probably bring in Everett if he's got some time tomorrow night to do an hour or two or three with me. And then he does a show on Tuesday night. Now, as far as the next game, well, we're going to bring another game to you from, uh, well, we're going to go down to Coach Cyber. And that will be the, the boys down there at Woodland, right off of Highway 78 between St. George and Somerville. That game is going to be on a Saturday. It will be kickoff around 1 o'clock on the second day of January. That will be the best 88 seniors that we have selected to play in this one. 44 from the state, 44 from the lower state, and we'll get it on in the beginning of 2021. So we're ending the year on the right note. We're starting it on the right note. It's like speaking positive to existence. On behalf of us, to the referees, thank you gentlemen for coming from the upstate and doing what you did today and sponsoring everything you could to help us maintain a, a well-disciplined, I thought they called a good game, maybe missed a few. But you know what? Our quarterbacks missed a few. We probably missed a few. So again, we live in an unperfect world. We just have to give a perfect effort. At the end of the day, we'll go with that. So, I will say, Everett, it's been fun, man. First time I've ever called a game with you. I know we've had some, uh, you know, we had a little bit technical at, at beginning, but I feel like, you know what, we did what we needed to do, and these kids will have this memory they can go back and listen to, uh, well, as long as they need to. Yep, exactly. Hey, sometimes you got to adjust and overcome, um, but it was definitely great being here with you today. I appreciate you inviting me out. No doubt. So we'll do it again. Everett, myself, Eugene, and a few more of our closest friends on the second. Mark the date, set the time, and be ready as we will take this team of, I'd say, South Carolina High School, but Southern Sports Central, to the low country, the lower state. We're coming to you on the second for the Senior Bowl. And that, again, January 2nd, Woodland High School with the athletic director, Coach Cyber, don't want to miss it at all, guys. Thank you very much. We wish you a Merry Christmas, and we don't get to talk to you before now and then. We wish you a Happy New Year, and we can't wait to talk again to you guys. God bless. Take care. Congratulations to both the East and the West, but an extra congratulations to the West, who is the best today, 14-7. Congratulations, guys. This has been a Southern Sports Central radio production, and, again, we thank you for your time. God bless.